chickens I'm ready to tell you our next story so after Jesus finished talking to his disciples about the signs of his second coming he said you guys know that the feast of the Passover is in two days and that I am going to be betrayed and crucified at that time the chief priests scribes and elders gathered to meet with Caiaphas If you can remember, Caiaphas was the high priest in the temple, and they all gathered together to scheme and secretly plan how they could take Jesus without upsetting the people so that they could kill him. They said, Oh, we should not take him on the day our people celebrate the Passover, since it's a celebration day, and the people might cause a huge ruckus. So they had to come up with another plan. Well... Guess what happened? One of Jesus' very own 12 apostles decided to betray him. Do you remember hearing about Judas Iscariot, the apostle in charge of taking care of the group's money? Well, he started to feel the same way that some of Jesus' listeners did. He began to be really bothered by some of Christ's teachings. Some of Christ's words upset Judas, and he let those negative feelings live in his heart and grow for a while. Since Judas didn't try to keep his heart soft and loving, he chose to go to the priests and he said, I will tell you guys where you can capture Jesus, but only if you promise to give me something in return. So what do you have to offer me? And the chief priests said, Oh, we will give you 30 pieces of silver. At that time, 30 pieces of silver could buy you a slave. So Judas sold Jesus for the price of a slave. Can you believe it? After his meeting with the chief priests, Judas began looking for opportunities to betray Christ. Well, on the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, Peter and John came to him and asked, Where should we plan to eat the Passover feast? And Jesus said, Go into Jerusalem and you'll find a man carrying a pitcher. Follow him and when he gets to a certain man's house, tell that house owner, The master says that his time has come and he wants to eat the Passover at your house with his disciples. Christ's disciples did as they were told, and they went to prepare the Passover meal for all of the other apostles. When dinner time came, Christ traveled there with his twelve apostles to feast with them. Before they ate, Jesus took off his outer garments and tied up the cloth that was hanging around his waist so that it wouldn't be in the way while he worked, 
and he grabbed a towel and poured water into a bowl and started to wash his disciples' feet and to dry them off with the towel on his lap. When it was Simon's, Simon Peter's turn, Simon said, Lord, are you seriously about to wash my feet? And Jesus said, Yes, you can't really understand what I'm doing for you right now, but you will soon. And Peter said, Lord, I will never let you wash my feet. That is a job for the lowest of all servants. And you are not a servant. You are my Lord and my King. And Jesus lovingly said to him, Peter, if you don't let me wash your feet, the dirtiest part of your body right now, then you will not be able to live with me in God's kingdom. This surprised Peter. So he said, Oh Lord, then don't just wash my feet. Please wash my hands and my head. And Jesus said, Whoever I wash only needs their feet washed right now. That makes you clean everywhere. All of you disciples are clean right now, except for one. And he explained who this one person was in a moment. But before that, he put his clothes back together and sat down again to eat their Passover feast. Do you understand why Jesus washed his disciples' feet? He asked his apostles, Do you understand what I have done to you? You guys all call me your master and your Lord, and you speak correctly because I am your master and your Lord. So if I, someone whom you respect as a master and Lord, have chosen to wash your feet, then you should also wash one another's feet. I've just given you an example of what it means to be a great and loving master. If you want to be a great master like me, then you should do as I have done. You must try to remember that the servant isn't greater than his master, just like I'm not greater than Heavenly Father. If you can remember these things and live your life according to my example, then you will live happily. It is important to humble yourself and to serve others. And as they all ate, Jesus said, Listen carefully to me, my friends. One of you is going to betray me. And all the disciples, except for Judas, of course, became incredibly sad. And they asked Christ, Lord, am I the one who's going to betray you? Am I the one? After a moment, Peter beckoned to John, who was leaning very close to Jesus. And Peter said, Ask Christ who exactly is going to betray him. So John said, Lord, who is it? Before I tell you what Jesus said, I want to teach you about a tradition that the Jews had in those days. It was an act of kindness and respect for whoever was hosting a meal to dip a little piece of bread called sop into a bowl that had broth and meat in it, and the host would give it to an honored guest to eat. Well, during this Passover feast, Jesus was acting as the host, and Jesus said, Whoever I give this sop to is the one who will betray me. I have to leave this world in the way that has been prophesied about me, which means to die. But even so, terrible misery will come to the one who chooses to betray me. It would have been better if that man had never been born. At that moment, Judas then asked Christ, Oh Lord, is it I? Am I the one? And Christ said, Yep, 
You've said so. And he gave Judas the sop. Perhaps Jesus was trying to give Judas one last chance to change and soften his heart and not betray Christ. But Jesus chose to get up and he left to go betray Christ. At this point, the other disciples didn't exactly understand what was going on. They thought that Jesus was sending Judas to go get some more food for their feast or to go donate some of their money to the poor. Well, after Judas left, Jesus taught the remaining apostles that the time had come that he was going to be glorified and give glory to Heavenly Father, and in return, Heavenly Father would glorify him. To glorify means to praise and worship. There's a famous scripture that teaches us that God's work and glory is to make it possible for all his children to live forever and live with him again if they choose to. And Jesus was about to make that possible in the most miraculous and astounding ways. We'll talk about what he did to make it possible in a little bit, but for now, we'll turn back to what happened at the feast of the Passover. Jesus turned to his remaining 11 apostles and he said, I am going to give you a new commandment. And it is that you should love everyone around you just as I have loved you. By this behavior, everyone around you will know that you are one of my disciples. Now, I'm going to sing a song that may, you may have heard at home or in primary before. And it's a good one to learn to help us remember how Jesus wants us to treat others. It's called Love One Another and it goes like this. As I have loved you, love one another. This new commandment, love one another. By this shall men know, ye are my disciples. If ye have love one to another. Well, as they were eating the Passover feast, remembering the time that God mercifully let his spirit of death pass over the Israelites who had lamb's blood brushed over their doorways, Christ took some bread and he broke it up into tiny pieces for everyone there to eat. Then he said a special prayer over the bread and gave it to his disciples and said, Here, take this bread and eat it. This bread helps you remember my body, which I will give as payment for your sins. I am giving you a commandment that you must do and say everything that you hear and see me do and bear your testimony of me throughout your entire life. After everyone had eaten the bread, Christ took a cup full of wine and said a special prayer over that too. And then he passed the cup around to each of his 11 disciples that were still there. And he said, everyone take a drink. This drink represents my blood. You must remember that I will bleed while I die so that those who believe in me and make covenants with heavenly father will have their sins remitted. To have your sins remitted means that your sins will be taken away if you believe in Christ. Can you think of a time when you eat bread and drink water and try to remember Jesus? 
this sacrament each Sunday. Members of Christ's church on earth today still keep his commandment to his apostles by taking the sacrament each week. We don't drink wine like they did back then, but we eat bread to remember Christ's body, and we drink water to remember Christ's blood, and that he willingly gave up his blood and body as a way to pay for our sins so that we can honestly live with Heavenly Father again someday if we have faith in his Son. Well, after Christ and his apostles sang a special hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives, which is also called the Garden of Gethsemane. On their way, Jesus said, You will all be upset with me because of what happens tonight. It's written in the scripture, I will smite the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered all abroad. This means that after I have been hurt, most of you will all run away and choose not to be with me. But just wait, after I have been resurrected, I will see you all again in Galilee. Christ's words did indeed upset Peter, and he said, No way! Even though everyone else might run away because of what happens tonight, I will never leave you. Christ turned to Peter and said, Tonight, sometime before the rooster crows, you will deny that you have ever known me three whole times. And Peter said, No, Christ, I would go to prison with you. I would die with you. I will never deny that I know you. And all of the other apostles said the same thing. Well, in a few stories, we'll find out what happened to Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. For our next story, I'm going to talk about some more teachings that Jesus taught his disciples on their walk to the Garden of Gethsemane. That's all for today. Until next time, have a wonderful life. Goodbye.